0: Welcome to the MTR Network. We are back for another Supergirl Super Tuesday. I am your host, Shanna, and I am here with the doctor. Hi. Hopefully you can hear me. Oh, (laughs) And we are here to discuss Supergirl season six, episodes 15 and 16, Hope for Tomorrow, and Nightmare in National City. Um, So hope and nightmares obviously we're looking for the hope totem and the dream totem and Alex is back uh, yeah Alex is back so the first episode with the hope totem I really enjoyed it mm. I um supergirl is already so like cheesy um with her like hope and love and all that kind of stuff I continue to enjoy her being wrong (laughs) about how she thinks she's gonna get these totems Um, but uh, episode 16 also enjoyed it but was a little triggering when I realized like kind of when she got to the end I was like oh Supergirl's burnt out
1: oh god yeah yeah
0: yeah and, like, as someone who has been experiencing that, like, in my own work, mm. I was like, oh, <laughs> I hate that. It, it like, was why like, why do they as have was, to be like, so watching.
1: loud? You were like, why do
0: they have I to know. be so loud? <laughs> it was, it was too much. It was a little too much. Like, as I was watching, like, I was coming to the realization as she came to the realization. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I know what this is. like. <laughs> so it
1: was it was just really um it was really good it was just a lot um for me to process (laughs) i was actually kind of glad she quit catco because andrea was getting on my last nerves and i'm just i'm tired of seeing her i don't need to see her in their world Mm -hmm. anymore i just don't
0: and it was i definitely get from andrea's point of view when she gave her that whole dressing down she was like you talked me into this yeah I got this together, I let you do this. But then I was also a little annoyed cause I was like, she had to talk you into this. Like you didn't even want to do this. Mm-hmm. And like, now you're getting on her. Like she's been the one pushing you forward on these stories this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like both, I get it from the boss perspective but I'm also annoyed at how she's coming at Kara. But I liked what William said about what do you want? And, and what can you do? And
1: you can't do it all at the same th- time. You can't have it all at the same time. That's real.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and figuring that part out and then going for that. It's like this This threat is too big. Also, if we think about it, you know, car came, like she almost died. Um. In fact, people did think she was dead. She was in the Phantom Zone, which is its own Shop, sort of trauma a yeah,
1: shop of horrors in and of itself
0: mm-hmm. and then you know found her dad came back and then immediately jumped into like now i like now i have to fix this whole situation with Lee. like she has not had a moment to breathe mm-hmm. um that and so i kind of yeah <laughs> and and we've been talking about like where does this season go and i don't i don't know how if this is the thing, or how they resolve it, because um, that would be like a kind of both realistic but a little bit sad ending. Mm-hmm. But I can see a burnt out Kara taking a break from superheroing. Yeah,
1: just staying with her family on Art in on Argo City.
0: Mhm.
1: Me too. I and I,
0: and I would be okay with that. Like mm-hmm. she deserves. I again have to. It's a better ending than I hoped
1: for, honestly. If they go that route, because I was mm-hmm. like, okay, where are we going with this?
0: Mhm. And I have been reading the Tom King Super uh Supergirl comic. Mm-hmm. And it's like not the same but similar in the sense that it in that comic she's kind of traveling around basically this hunter mercenary um hurt her dog Crypto and mm-hmm. so she's traveling around trying to find him and like traveling from planet to planet and like seeing, he's like with this group of mercenaries, seeing how they've like devastated these planets and she's like helping these people like rebuild and grieve. And it's like this really sad, very like human story that's taking place in space. Um, And I could see that, I could see like a, just a car needing to leave earth and like go off into space or, go back with her family and just see what else is out there um because she has been very much so about the earth and she's built up a team of people who can take care of earth Mm -hmm. while she's gone Yeah. so um yeah i so i really enjoyed that is
1: not so specifically needed for the work that they're doing
0: mm-hmm and I like to in the second episode Alex and John like Alex is like me and John got this part like mm-hmm. Mia uh Brainy and Lena have this part like you don't have to try and be everywhere at once as well mm-hmm. um so I appreciated that like they're all stepping up very cute um also Alex in the first episode um with Esme uh with at the end she was just like She's like, guess what, your whole family is superheroes.
1: <laughs> well, technically, most of your family is superheroes. Mine is two civilians with tech gear, so, but. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I was mean, yeah. I know that I was mean. <laughs> I mean, they're still heroes, they're just not superheroes. Just saying, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, devalue the, devalue yep. the lesbian couple. <laughs>
1: Just, no, just see, to, the, doc, the gonna, doctor, no, did, it the doctor did it, not me. The doctor did not me. You twisted that all wrong, and I don't appreciate that at all, ma'am. Not at all, not at all. I'm just saying, direct your
0: letters, D- direct your letters and your comments in the right direction. Um. Yeah, to
1: Shanna, who's misrepresenting what I was saying. <laughs>
0: um, Esme. Oh, Esme is officially baby. their daughter um fastest adoption (laughs) ever in the history of ever (laughs) um i like that her powers are mimicking Mm -hmm. other aliens powers Mm -hmm. and i like that that resulted in them immediately having to tell her who is an alien around her like you have this baby girl who doesn't know how to control her powers. Yes, you have to tell her that there well, I, are aliens around. To her. be
1: fair, I don't think they realized that what was what her power was until she phased.
0: No, I think they knew they knew that from before because she was like, "You're a like." As soon as she did it, she was like, "Oh, you're a th- so you just mimic John's power." Like they knew what, like what she was.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Then they were wrong.
0: Yeah, I was like, no, you gotta tell that baby. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell that baby what her powers are. <laughs> like, like, what's going on? Like, no wonder she's upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, cause they're they just hang out with aliens all the time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So they definitely, you're like you have to tell her. Um, and I love that she couldn't, like they thought she wasn't pushing through because she was trying to like solve that problem with brainy's powers but she also immediately figured out that car was supergirl and i was like she's clearly channeling brainy's powers mm-hmm. that's why she figured that out yeah. <laughs> like um so it was just yeah it, alex did she really went into like deo mode and was pushing her way too hard and i'm like, like that, she's doing you know it like that
1: little girl is what seven years old can we not can we not push the seven-year-old baby right now
0: yeah, like she doesn't have to learn how to control her powers all in one day. She's a child. <laughs> like it's that simple. Like she's a child. Like if anything, what you need to do is let let her know when there's an alien in a room so that she is not freaked out when the powers all of a sudden start working. Like that's really what it came down to. But um I, you know, it's like first first time parent mistakes with uh first time parent mistakes with uh, coupled with being a parent of an alien mm-hmm. so it was fine um what else from the first episode oh this is not just from the first episode but what i noticed this between the first and the second what is up with all of the heads of state being black women?
1: I'm okay with it.
0: I was okay with it, but they were all kind of like, bitchy. You know, yeah.
1: It was a problem. I was like, I don't, like, I, don't I don't mind. Know how to it's this. like representation matters, but can we not again, it goes to that whole idea. Black women are masculine. That's the that's what I felt like cuz they felt like black women versions of white male politicians. I'm like that's some yeah. would lead like that, but not every single one you come across. Come on now.
0: Yeah, it felt. Well, it wasn't even like they. Yeah, it wasn't that they felt like men to me, but that they felt unnecessarily antagonistic, mm-hmm. or or extra antagonistic. Yeah. Um. Because like the other men, like the Casnian and the uh, Corto Maltese. Uh, men were like also very aggressive and but that was kind of but blamed it, on yeah it was yeah. blamed on the magic right mm-hmm. so i think that was the thing was like they were both aggressive but it was blamed on the magic apparently these women are just like this <laughs> for no reason and they're very extra I don't like so it. i don't like it yeah i i didn't appreciate that that was not that's something not the
1: representation we're asking for at all Mm-hmm. Um, not even a little bit
0: so I just yeah I just, yeah. Mitch it, does it feel like to you that Mitch has a crush on Nixley
1: oh he absolutely does
0: okay good okay I was just checking because when he was talking about like he was like oh you know Hope and like you aspire, um, you inspired me and like and, and the way he like worked on that cuff for her it just yeah
1: <laughs> I was like this is
0: is there a little romance happening in the background?
1: I don't think it's a romance. I just think he has a crush.
0: Yeah, but I'm wondering if that, that might come into play at some point. I'm still waiting for Nixley to like pull it together and soften a little bit. Like I know she like from her point of view, Supergirl is like her dad now because Supergirl is spinning the narrative that she's the bad guy but like William said you're causing all this chaos yeah and you're doing it for selfish reasons so you are like <laughs> you know like you're it's it's not just some narrative that Supergirl and the rest of them are pushing you are getting into this you she's basically,
1: the architect. She's basically being the architect of her own demise
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I'm, and I, and I, I think I said this already, like, I want her to win. I want her to have her, her, her moment to, you know, come back triumphant against her father and her brother, because I do think they're super fucked up what they did to her. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, <laughs> it, it can't just all be collateral damage in, on your way to like getting your revenge.
1: But that's exactly what she's creating. She's creating mm-hmm. all this chaos and havoc.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. And But she doesn't see herself as a bad guy because she sees it oh, as she, justifiable. No,
1: I think she does see herself as a bad guy. She just doesn't care anymore I because, didn't... I do, I because she she's willing to kill people. She's at the point where she tried being friends and nice. She sees herself as a bad guy. She just sees it as justifiable. She doesn't care.
0: I, I don't think she sees herself. I think she sees herself as the hero of her own story.
1: Well, yeah, but she doesn't yeah, yeah. see herself as a good guy.
0: Um, yeah. So I just, I just want her to kind of pull it together and not be, you know,
1: a problem. <laughs> <a> problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like, I get it. You're pursuing these things. Like, Go ahead, but like I don't know. It's like the things like holding William hostage. I'm like, girl, this is not helping your cause. This is not helping your like supposed what I what I'm doing what needs to be done. <laughs> like, right. So. Um, so second episode, we have to get into Nia and Maeve. Worst big sister ever. Oh, she's, a bitch. Absolutely she's the, the bitch. Absolutely the worst. <laughs> May- so, Nia is trying to find the dream totem that leads her to what she thinks is a professor at a university. It's actually her sister because her sister went and changed her name and she's been in hiding. Her sister also turns out stole all of their mother's research and books and all this stuff about dreams and the dream realm. And, and just took it after their, their mother's funeral and ran away. Nia is so much better than me because I would have been hot. <laughs> th-
1: and it's I so- I think it was, it, it was up until her sister tried to steal the dream totem. She had a little bit of longing for that relationship with her sister. But then when mm-hmm. her sister tried to steal the dream totem, that's when she felt comfortable to let loose. Like, oh, you being an absolute bitch about all of this
0: yeah and i knew as soon as she said oh the dream totem has the power to grant dream powers to whoever holds it i was like oh she's like she's like you know where to find the dream totem." i'm like of course she's been looking for it to get the powers that she thinks she deserves to have (laughs) i was like mia come on a little bit a little bit faster on the uptake girl like it's very clear that your sister wants this for herself um but it's also her just even the way she spoke to nia the whole time the way she is berating her for not knowing the things when you and your mother spent all of the time keeping her from knowing the things
1: and then the stuff that could have taught her i.e her mother's library you up jacked and left with
0: yeah, she's like, if you had ever cracked a book, you mean the books you took? You mean the books you stole that I didn't have access to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like she's been learning all this stuff on her own and like all she really wanted the whole time was for her mom to still be there to teach her. Um, her sister could have been that person. I like that at the end she does say to her like I can't forgive you but I can give you a chance to make it right. Um, I like that she didn't just forgive her. Um, I was
1: like, this better not be another kumbaya moment that Supergirl likes to throw. So I I appreciated that because like, you're still my sister. I still love my family, but you fucked up. And it's not just me trying to make you happy by forgiving you because that's really what Mm -hmm. it was. I don't know. I'm wondering, are you really asking for forgiveness or do you just want to feel better? by saying yeah i did all this terrible shit i said all this terrible shit i completely invalidated your identity but you mm-hmm. can forgive me so that we can just move forward like it didn't happen that's what her apology felt like so i was so glad and yeah it was like "Fuck you no
0: exactly because i i think they've shown it a little bit but since we haven't had like a lot of like flashbacks to their childhood or anything like that that part about her really trying so hard to make her sister happy, Nia kind of always knew that those powers were coming to her. Mm -hmm. Like she always felt that and she denied that part of herself because she knew that her sister wanted those powers so badly. Mm -hmm. And so she spent. And then when you put it in the um, also in the analogy of her being trans, Mm -hmm she spent so much of her life denying who she truly was for her sister to be happy Mm -hmm. and that's not okay and then for her sister (laughs) so it's like literally imagine you spent all your life giving someone the things that they wanted so that they would be happy and the one time you had no control over being able to you know give them the thing they wanted so the one time they didn't get the thing that they wanted they absolutely went off the deep end, blamed you, and knowing the the ways that they could hurt you, use them. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really unforgivable. So the fact that she's even giving her the chance to try and make it right, mm-hmm. that's a big deal.
1: It, <laughs> it really is better than me. I be like, fuck off
0: look what uh, <laughs> one, one family <laughs> one family trait that my mother has handed down to her daughter is a a, a deep sense of pettiness um
1: mm-hmm.
0: like i don't let go of things easily like i i won't hold it in terms of like i'm not gonna like throw it in your face every time i see you or i'm not gonna like dwell on it mm-hmm. but i'm gonna remember it <laughs> <laughs> So Nia is way better than I am. Um, I liked her finally getting also the moment to tell her sister off, um, and she deserved that necklace. Like, I was, like I was even kind of like when her sister gave her the necklace, like, "Here, you should have this." I'm like, "Yeah, she should." <laughs> like, you're not you're giving her the thing that she should have had the whole time. Like, and I was like, "Hey, you need to pack up all them books." Um, send them right over to the uh, the watchtower or whatever the little layer is. Like all of it. All of it. You don't get to have any of it. Ugh. Maeve. It makes me feel bad because I have a student named Maeve and I really like her. <laughs> now I'm looking at this little girl like, Maeve.
1: <laughs> don't do that to that baby. <laughs>
0: Next time I see him, i be like, You got any nicknames I could call you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Lex is back. Lex has given Nick's okay, leave this question. super suit. <laughs> I feel
1: like I'm forgetting something. Where has Lex been? I don't. <laughs> I know I'm forgetting something because I don't remember what happened. Oh, why he wait, went wait, away. wait, wait, wait. But he was. I remember vaguely. I remember. Um, he. We thought he got blown up in the suit.
0: Oh. Oh, so he. Has it, he just been in the suit? I don't. I he's been in the cause suit the whole time. Yeah, so he's probably been in the suit the whole time, and I don't think that that body is like a real body i think it's a dream like a manifestation or something yeah. yeah um yeah lex is back and i mean first of all i was like nixley don't even know what she got herself into because lex is always 10 steps ahead so even if she thinks she's gonna be in charge of them totems lex is gonna be in charge of those totems if he's back and then on top of it I, The reason why I'm really upset about Lex being back and him working with Nixley is, like I said, I kind of want her to win a little bit. Yeah. And she doesn't realize it, but she is trading in one tyrant for another. Mm-hmm. She's going to work with Lex to try and get back at her dad, and she doesn't even know that Lex is a way bigger threat than her dad ever was.
1: Mm-hmm. Basically, she's she's going to wind up in the same scenario she was
0: in with her brother Mm -hmm. with somebody betraying her and her she's still not going to get what she wants so it just it's frustrating again i kind of want her to win don't know if that's going to lead to her and supergirl being able to find some common ground or or what but yeah just nixley man (laughs) could have had it all but you're trying to have too much. you too close to the sun literally. we
1: almost have it all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Whitney Houston was playing at my PT appointment yesterday so that's just in my head now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my gosh.
0: Um really quick, uh did you get a chance to watch the DC fandom Supergirl panel? I did not. not it was yet. it was really cute. It was mostly like our favorite moments like you know favorite stunt scenes like you know favorite fan moments like that kind of thing but what i will say that i noticed is that it's very clear that they filmed that in between filming the show because like uh brainy was still like half in makeup and so was nia um and everybody was there so it was jimmy was there chris was there um when was there, I'm saying like half their character's name, half their real name's <laughs> uh, I wasn't gonna say nothing
1: but yeah.
0: Yeah, so that shows me that all of them are going to be in the end of the show because it, it, they were clearly filming this in between. So I'm very excited for Win and Jimmy and Manel to all show up, I don't know how, um, but it should be very adorable. And um, one of the cute fan moments that they talked about was um, Kyler talked about one time like a mom with two daughters came up to them at a signing and like one daughter was her biological daughter one was her adopted daughter and she was like you know Aww. we're just like you and i was like Aww, so i got sweet. like I'm emotional
1: that is <laughs> sweet <laughs> yeah
0: so it was, it was cute, um, gave no, they gave nothing away in terms of like where this was going, but it was a cute little pair. So they didn't so, pull a
1: Tom um, Holland or Mark Ruffalo's, what you tell me? Oh,
0: not at all, not at all. Uh, <laughs> someone said like, Tom Holland is so sweet. He could be president if you could trust him with state secrets. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Um, anything else before we go?
1: No, I think that's it. Um, I will say the concerns I had earlier in the season are dissipating. It's getting better. It seems to now be finding its rhythm. So that's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited to see where they end up. And we're at episode 16. So we got like six more episodes? Four. Jesus. I, well, it's coming okay, so it up it could be soon. that
1: IMDb didn't indicate. But the last I saw, it only had 20. I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, well I know they're completely done filming and they finished filming like two months ago. So, so that's good, I think good. Pretty, yeah, that's good Yeah, the strike. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah.
1: And I really do think that's, tr- oh, okay.
0: Um, It's coming on, it's
1: coming on.
0: <laughs>
1: You're a mess. <laughs> I don't know why
0: was going to sing i was gonna be like it's coming on christmas (laughs) really ah okay i love y'all (laughs) um we will talk to you soon Bye. bye